Welcome to Frontline Voices, a podcast by the Natural Resources Council of Maine. This year, NRCM Rising launched the Brookie Awards. This is a new program to honor six outstanding young environmental leaders in Maine. The inaugural group of Brookies gave talks about their work in June, and they shared the vision and values that motivate them. In this episode, you'll hear from Logan Parker, a 28-year-old founder of the Maine Nightjar Monitoring Project. Here's Logan. That's the sound that changed my life. I was 22 years old and volunteering with a night calling amphibian monitoring project. I was standing on a roadway in the woods of Western Maine, straining my ears for pickerel frogs, green frogs, and American toads when all of a sudden that strange chant arose from within the forest. I was completely entranced. The entire drive back home, I couldn't stop thinking about that mysterious night bird. That bird was an Eastern whippoorwill. I sat up late reading everything that I could find about them, and that was it. By taking part in this citizen science project, I had inadvertently changed the trajectory of my entire life. I went from someone with a lifelong love of nature, but who wasn't quite sure what to do with their life, to someone who was determined to work on behalf of Maine's wildlife. That's the transformative and life-changing power of citizen science. The Eastern Whippoorwill is one of our two native nightjar species, the other being the common nighthawk. Normally at this point, I see a lot of head scratching and I can just see the question on everyone's mind and that's, what is a nightjar? So nightjars are a family of birds that are far more often heard than seen. They sleep all day and disappear into the landscape using cryptic plumage and it's nighttime that they really come alive. They spend moonlit nights, dawn and dusk, singing and foraging for, for insects. That fateful night, I went home and poured over my field guides and looked over everything I could find on the internet. And I discovered something really unfortunate. And, and that's that whippoorwills were undergoing rapid and widespread decline in recent decades throughout their entire breeding range. Monitoring projects had sprung up in nearly every other New England state, with Maine being one of the few exceptions. So I knew that needed to change, but where do you start? So I reached out to the folks at the Vermont Center for Eco Studies and signed up to participate in their nightjar monitoring project. And driving two state lines to monitor a route in Western Vermont that the locals referred to as Whipperville, I uh, earned my nightjar monitoring stripes. I started the Maine Nightjar Monitoring Project the following year, and in that first year of effort, the project had two volunteers, including myself, and we were able to complete four routes throughout the state. So flash forward to today. A lot has changed since those first nights of surveying. I went to graduate school and focused my, my studies on nightjar conservation. I was hired as an ecologist with the Maine Natural History Observatory and I partnered the project with the ongoing Maine Bird Atlas, which was a massive undertaking in its own part. This year, more than 50 nightjar monitoring citizen scientists are setting out to conduct more than 60 nightjar monitoring surveys throughout the state. 
In 2019, we brought together representatives from Nightjar monitoring projects throughout the United States and Canada and came together to discuss the statuses of our projects and to work towards a more collective approach to tackling these issues surrounding these fascinating and important birds. It was a huge step towards bridging the gap between monitoring and conservation on truly a continental scale. When that meeting ended, I reflected back on that night in the Maine woods and when I heard that song for the first time. It was through that amphibian monitoring project that I had stumbled upon this unexpected journey towards becoming an ecologist specializing in nightjars. Citizen science is an essential tool for conservation. It enables researchers to collect the data they need to inform conservation and management, while at the same time connecting the public to nature itself. The volunteers, which come from a multitude of backgrounds, build field skills, make connections with professionals and their fellow volunteers, and gain insights into the inner workings of conservation. It was through citizen science that I discovered my passion for nightjars and honed the skills I needed to work on their behalf. Now, you don't need a degree to be a citizen scientist. A student, a professional, a retired person, all are equally qualified to collect data to contribute to science in their local area. Whether it's documenting the bees coming to their backyard garden or counting birds in the city park or at a backyard bird feeder, or just helping amphibians cross the road on that first rainy night of spring. Volunteers are powering projects like mine and thousands of others throughout the world. Like me, you may discover your passion for conservation through these types of opportunities, which are as beneficial for the participants as they are for the things they aim to protect. The opportunity is right outside your door. And who knows, it might just change your life. Thank you. Thank you for listening to NRCM's podcast, Frontline Voices. To learn more about Logan's work, please visit brookieawards.org. Please subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Google Play. Thanks for listening.